Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we will talk with Matthew Byrne, beat writer for IU Men's Soccer for Sports Illustrated Indiana, and also soon-to-be beat writer for IU Women's Basketball. We remember former IU Men's Basketball player Jamarcus Ellis. IU Men's Basketball beats the University of Indianapolis in their first exhibition game. IU football hangs with Penn State. IU men's soccer gets a share of the Big Ten regular season championship. And IU women's soccer falls to Penn State in the Big Ten quarterfinals. But Jamie Gerstenberg is named Big Ten goalkeeper of the year. We will have our high school scoreboard update and a look ahead to the week in IU athletics. So let's talk sports. We will start with the tragic news involving former IU men's basketball player Jamarcus Ellis, who was killed in a car accident in Chicago, Illinois, Friday morning. Ellis was 38 years old. He played one season at IU in 2007-2008 under Kelvin Sampson. Ellis averaged 6.8 points, 7 rebounds, and 3.4 assists in 30.6 minutes per game. Ellis was dismissed from the team after the season following Sampson's firing. He started his career at Chipola Junior College in Florida, where he was the 2007 National Juco Player of the Year and led his team to a runner-up finish in the National Juco Tournament. Ellis graduated from Westinghouse High School in Chicago and was working in the Western Chicago suburbs school system as a paraprofessional. Our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Jamarcus Ellis as another life is taken away too soon. IU men's basketball beat the University of Indianapolis 74-52 in the first exhibition game Sunday afternoon in Simon Scott Assembly Hall. The Hoosiers got off to a slow start as expected with 10 new players and a lot of production that is missing from last season. The Hoosiers were down 27-25 at halftime as they outscored the Greyhounds 49-25 in the second half. Freshman McKenzie and Baco scored 14 points and pulled down 8 rebounds. Oregon transfer Khalil Ware added 14 points and 6 rebounds along with 2 blocks, and sophomore Malik Renew added 12 points and 6 rebounds. The Hoosiers are 6-0 all-time against the University of Indianapolis, and 30-0 all-time against non-Division I teams dating back to the 2004-05 season when the NCAA allowed these types of exhibition games to take place. The Hoosiers are back in action Friday when they host Marion University at 6.30 p.m., and the game will be streamed on Big Ten Network+. Plus. Indiana University football hung with number 10 Penn State falling 33-24 Saturday afternoon at Beaver Stadium in State College, Pennsylvania. Brendan Sorsby threw three touchdown passes to DeKeese Carter, Donovan McCauley, and Omar Cooper Jr., Sorsby was 13-19 passing for 269 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Josh Sanguinetti picked off Penn State quarterback Drew Aller in the fourth quarter. It was the first interception thrown by Aller all season. Chris Freeman hit a 35-yard field goal with 2.58 to go to tie the game at 24. And the Nittany Lions scored a touchdown and a safety to escape the Hoosiers and lead the all-time series 24-2 and 13-0 at Beaver Stadium. 
IU's 2-6 on the season and 0-5 in the Big Ten and will need to win the final four games to be bowl eligible. The Hoosiers will host Wisconsin Saturday at noon on the Big Ten Network. IU men's soccer beat Rutgers 4-1 on Sunday afternoon at Bill Armstrong Stadium. The Hoosiers lost 1-0 on Tuesday night at Northwestern and needed a win and a lot of help to have any shot at the Big Ten title. The Hoosiers were able to handle their business and get a share of the Big Ten title with Penn State, who both finished 4-2-2, two, and two, and the Hoosiers earned the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament with a win over Penn State in the regular season. It is the 18th regular season title for the Hoosiers, and they host Wisconsin on Friday in the quarterfinals of the Big Ten tournament looking for their 16th Big Ten tournament championship. IU women's soccer lost 3-0 Sunday afternoon at Penn State in the Big Ten tournament quarterfinals. The Hoosiers lost to the Nittany Lions 2-0 in the regular season. Indiana is 12-3-4 in the season and will wait till next Monday, November 6th, to learn if they are in the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2013. The Hoosiers goalkeeper Jamie Gersenberg was named the Big Ten Goalkeeper of the Year and All-Big Ten First Team. Forward Paige Weber was named All-Big Ten First Team. Defender Piper Cofield was named to the All-Big Ten Freshman Team. And sophomore Olivia Albert was named the Sportsmanship Award winner for the Hoosiers. High school sports time. Let's check the local high school scoreboard. In the Class 5A sectional football 15 semifinals, it was number 3 Bloomington South 44, number 1 Bloomington North 31. Panthers 9-1 advance to the sectional championship game this Friday. Bloomington North ends the season at 9-1. Bloomington South will face Seymour, who beat Columbus East 39-20. Seymour, 6-4 on the year. Columbus East ends the year at 3-7. So Bloomington South, 9-1 at 6-4 Seymour Friday night. Bloomington South beat Seymour 47-0 in the final game of the regular season on October 13th at Bloomington South. In the Girls State Soccer Championships at Michael A. Carroll Stadium in Indianapolis. In Class 3A, Noblesville beat Bloomington South 3-1. Noblesville wins back-to-back state titles in their fourth in program history. Bloomington South finishes with a record of 18-3-1. In Class 2A, Garen Catholic beat Leo 2-1 for Garen Catholic's first state title. In Class 1A, Park Tudor beat Fort Wayne Canterbury 1-0, second straight title for Park Tudor. In the Boys State Championships at Michael A. Carroll Stadium in Indianapolis, in Class 3A, Noblesville beat Indianapolis Cathedral 2-0, third straight state title for Noblesville. In Class 2A, Mishawaka Marion beat Evansville Memorial 4-0. Eli Moody scores a state finals record four goals. In Class 1A, Bethany Christian beat Forest Park 2-1 in penalty kicks for Bethany Christian's first state title. In the girls' cross-country state finals in Terre Haute, Homestead wins the state title with a score of 108. Bloomington South 14th with a score of 384. Edgewood 28th with a score of 559. Nola Summers Glen of Bloomington North finished 24th. Sophomore Libby Dowdy of Indian Creek won the individual title. In the boys' cross-country state finals in Terre Haute, Carmel wins the state title with a score of 76. Bloomington North finishes 10th with a score of 299. Bloomington South 19th with a score of 388. Zane Meyer finished 28th for Edgewood. Senior Cameron Todd of Burbuff Jesuit wins the individual title. In the volleyball semi-states Class 1A, 
Southwood beat Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian 3 to nothing. Tecumseh beat Greenwood Christian 3 to nothing. Class 2A Muncie Burris 3 to nothing over Pioneer. Brownstown Central 3 to 2 over Indianapolis Cecina. In Class 3A Belmont beat Northwood 3 to nothing. Providence beat Tri West 3 to 1. And in Class 4A Hamilton Southeastern 3 to nothing over Laporte. Castle 3 to 1 over Roncalli. The state finals this Saturday at Worthen Arena on the Ball State campus. At 11 a.m., 1.30, 4.30, and 7. That is a look at our high school scoreboard. When we come back, we will talk with Matthew Byrne, beat writer for Sports Illustrated Indiana, who covers men's soccer and women's basketball. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at CarpetCleaningBrothers.com. Hi, this is head coach Eric Anderson of the Indiana Cutters semi-pro football team. And I listen to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest. He covers IU men's soccer and will soon be covering IU women's basketball for Sports Illustrated Indiana. IU Media School senior Matthew Byrne is my guest. Matt, it is a pleasure to have you, my friend. Thank you for taking the time to join me. Hey, well, thanks for having me on, Nick. It's always a pleasure seeing you at the Bill. Oh, absolutely. A second year, of course, for you and I covering IU men's soccer. You're originally from New Jersey. So what made you decide the trip from the East Coast to the Midwest and picking IU was the school for you? It's an interesting story. Hofstra on Long Island and Indiana were kind of in my top two. And when I applied to Indiana, I actually knew nothing about the sports media program. It wasn't until my dad and I toured in February 2020, about three weeks before COVID hit, that I got to see the facilities here and learn more about the student opportunities. We also got to see a basketball win here as well. So that kind of impacted the decision. But year four right now, it's been awesome. It's been great. As someone who, of course, was born and raised here, I'm sure that a trip to Simon Scott Assembly Hall, as I've had many friends that have come for games that live out of town, I am sure for for someone like yourself, that is an experience. Absolutely. And I mean, you're kind of kind of watching what you almost want to be doing, right? You know, so for having a sports media major and coming to watch a basketball game, it it kind of directly 
correlates into me being a, a media member inside Assembly Hall as well as soon being so the women's team as well. It could, you know, it's a direct correlation. So definitely has some swing there. That's for sure. Definitely one of the greatest places to watch a college basketball game and uh, being privileged to be born and raised here and going to those games since I was a kid now covering it. Surely a dream come true. You know, you've been on the IU soccer beat for a while. Where did the love of soccer come from? Actually, I wasn't much of a soccer guy growing up. My first sport growing up, you know, because of my dad and because of my family was baseball. But I kind of soon came to realize that baseball and soccer definitely share a lot of similarities. It's very meticulous and there's some buildup, but then there's the release of that emotion with that with that big moment. So I kind of drew some similarities there. And men's soccer definitely has a rich history at IU. So, you know, I just wanted to try it out and been really enjoying it so far. What's been your favorite part over these last few years? And is there a memory that sticks out so far? College Cup is 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 definitely something that's very cool. It's just kind of one of those examples where students here at the media school will just be kind of you know, willing to go out and travel together. And it was really cool. We had a group of 10 to 11 students packing into an Airbnb from about four different student media outlets. And I remember driving the 10 hours down to Cary and waking up at seven to come drive back to then, of course, take uh, one of my final exams. It's a grind. And 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 I love the the fellow students at the media school. It, it, it really is a grind. But uh, being able to travel with them it's really fun, aside from the match itself as well. As someone who attended Vincennes and Ball State, I still have a lot of friends to this day that I'm in contact with at both places. Yeah, you're competing against each other, but it's really, you guys are like a family. I mean, that was how I was when I was in school. Yeah, absolutely. I would say it's more of like an unspoken competition. It's 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 more of a thing where everybody is definitely supporting each other, but the level, the high level of everybody else's work just makes you want to uplift your game so much well. So there is a little bit of unspoken competition there, but definitely friendly competition, which I think is definitely very good in a creative atmosphere. I've had Austin Platt and Cruz Martin on, and of course they call soccer games on radio and I have got to give them credit man that is hard to do I've never done it have you ever tried your hand at that I broadcast one game and it was a it was a baseball game two years ago after school got out so weren't very many people and I think that they were one short of staff so I was the color analyst on a baseball game and I tried it and you know it was really fun but I think that I think that writing is still my route but I definitely love during class time at the media school when we go into the going to the studio. I, I love doing broadcasting highlights. I love doing podcasts, radio shows, you name it. So many opportunities that you guys have had and you've all done a great job. Well, of course, the soccer team is heading into the home stretch. You know, we're recording this before they go to Northwestern and they host Rutgers and then they've got non-conference match with trying 7-3-4 overall, 3-1-2, and two, two points behind Michigan and Michigan State and Penn State with 11 points. Is this kind of where you expected IU to be surging right now here at the finish? Absolutely. Around this time last month, last week of September, it was right after Indiana's draw with Michigan. Just another one of these draws where Indiana definitely outplayed the opponent and is still stuck with only one point in the standings. I remember just after that match, just thinking to myself and just kind of reflecting on the season so far. And I put out a column that night saying that Indiana is going to surge back in the Big Ten and make the postseason. 
and they've absolutely done that. I don't know if I would expect Indiana to have four straight wins in the month of October in the Big Ten, or just four straight wins overall, with three of those being in conference. But over the past two seasons, Indiana's done very well in October, and this is the third season that that trend is continuing. So there definitely was sort of a belief in the back of my mind that Indiana would be able to surge back. They're definitely in the hunt right now. Uh, They're kind of a little bit still on the bubble for the NCAA tournament, but a win at Northwestern is in the top 25 could definitely swing that Indiana's way. Well, I definitely feel like IU with their history, 36 consecutive appearances, their non-conference schedule is tough. I mean, you and I have seen it with Washington, Seton Hall, South Florida. I mean, they play the best of the best every year. And what do you expect from one of the best programs in the country to always go out and test themselves? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Indiana definitely lost a lot of facilitators, a lot of scorers. They lost four players to the MLS. So, you know, with bringing in some new players, it definitely seemed reasonable for Indiana to get off to a slow start. Now, I think that that slow start was expired a little bit where I was getting into the territory where from a team perspective, you can't really settle for just one point draws in the middle of the season. Something's got to turn around. I think the the team is definitely hitting their groove. Some players are stepping up in big ways, con- contributing in big ways, and it's, and, it's, and it's really just helping the team sort of settle down and get in the groove. They've had a couple of big road wins, of course, at Penn State. I know you were there for that. At Maryland last Friday and, you know, beat Maryland 2-1. to one. Surprising to see Maryland at the bottom of the standings. Why is Maryland struggling this year? Well, I definitely think I'm not entirely sure of the exact number of people that they lost, but when I was taking sort of a brief look at the uh, Big Ten awards for last season, I definitely do remember seeing Maryland had a lot of all Big Ten first team players. Most of them were seniors as well. So they definitely lost some pieces. Head coach Todd Yeagley for Indiana was maybe saying that they're tinkering around with the offense pretty constantly. And now they're just kind of starting to figure it out, maybe a little bit too late. If you want to go by the rankings, Maryland is a top 10 recruiting class this year, I'm pretty sure as well. So there, you know, there's a lot of few pieces. There's some few key pieces in there. I would be shocked if this trend continues into next season where Maryland is taking another dip. I would imagine Maryland to be at the top next year as well. I don't think there's any doubt that Sasha Sarovsky is going to have that team back and ready. I don't think, like Yeagley, I don't think they sit at the bottom for very long. That's that's for sure. I know you've gotten to travel around the conference to all these different venues. Beside the Bill, of course, what is your, what's your favorite place to go watch a soccer game in the Big Ten? I definitely have to say the Penn State match. That was... That was the first week of October and just, you know, making the trek from Bloomington all the way to State College. It was it was awesome. Just the scenery of Happy Valley in the first week of October. You just you can't beat it. And then you get that nice Pennsylvania weather on game day with 20 mile per hour winds and some nice rain. And then the sun comes out. Uh, And it's just a little bit chaotic uh, getting there and at the match, too. But just, yeah, really cool atmosphere. Of course, Beaver Stadium is in the background of Penn State Soccer Stadium. So that was just a really fun experience. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more with Matt Byrne after this quick timeout. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. 
I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them, but call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MATT or go online to myinjurycase.com. Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MATT. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dylan Wallace, sports editor at the Seymour Tribune, and I listen to Talking Sports on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guest, Matthew Byrne. Beat writer for IU Men's Soccer for Sports Illustrated Indiana and soon IU Women's Basketball. Of course, Matt, we were talking about IU beating Penn State and your trip out to Happy Valley. Of course, Michigan State, Penn State right now at the top with 13. Michigan State and Ohio State play tomorrow as well as IU's at 11 against Northwestern with 10. Rutgers at 10, Wisconsin at 9, Michigan 8, Ohio State at 4, and then Maryland at 2, of course, Sunday is decision day. It's Rutgers, IU, Northwestern, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin, Maryland, and Ohio State. And as we saw last year with IU, Maryland, you go from you're in the tournament, you win the championship, to you're out or you you lose the championship. I mean, because all the games are played at the same time. It's an insane two hours. No, it is. It is definitely a lot of fun. I was not expecting that last year. Because there was three different games going on, and, and IU needed favorable results in each, and they got it. And then, of course, the Hoosiers tied Maryland not to get the share, but just you know having the scoreboard up on in the in the press box and scoreboard watching on the final day and what team needs to do what. It is definitely a lot of fun on that final Sunday. It's chaotic, but it's a lot of fun. And it's not only in college soccer, but you see it in pro soccer, too. And, I mean, you've seen it in the Premier League. You see it in MLS. And that's more games than the Big Ten. I mean, that's 10, 11 games. And you just can't imagine what people go through watching that. Well, absolutely. You could be a fan of really any team, you know. I mean, we're just talking about a standpoint of who's going to win it. But, I mean, in terms of being a fan of your team, there's eight teams that are going to go to the Big Ten tournament so when you know you're you're following all those different teams there's many different fan bases trying to get a leg up and see what teams ahead are doing and if they're going to lose which means that your team gets a better seed so it's just it's it's a really fun day from a lot of different perspectives and of course the Hoosiers with two games left with Northwestern and Rutgers right behind them I I don't want to say must win but to keep alive in the Big Ten title race, obviously they're going to have to get both of these, right? Absolutely. If you took a look at the middle of the season, when the middle of the season was going on, 
and IU, I think, only had two or three points. It is very surprising that Indiana can control their own destiny, and with two wins against Northwestern and Rutgers, Indiana will win the Big Ten outright, which just seemed so unlikely for where they were in the Big Ten standings. So, yes, Northwestern is a must-win. Rutgers is a must-win in terms of the sense that they have their destiny right there. They can control it. And, of course, Michigan State plays tomorrow night, so they don't even play on Sunday. So how nerve-wracking is that for them that they have to watch to see everybody else try to knock them off? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing because – Michigan State at the top is 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 trying to get some padding, and I think that they also play Ohio State as well, who is going to get Maryland on the final day. So Ohio State is second to last. Maryland is last. So Ohio State is trying to say, hey, we want some padding, so we're not the one team left out of the Big Ten tournament. So it's 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 going to be, you know, top and bottom teams really trying to get some batting here in one example it's to win the conference and in one example it's to not be the one team left out now switching gears of course you're going to get to cover iu women's basketball for sports illustrated indiana you got the opportunity this summer to join sports illustrated indiana with tom brew as a scholarship recipient obviously a great opportunity for you how, how proud are you of, of that and you know what you've accomplished so far here is a, at iu Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's a grind. It's it's always helpful to just have a lot of good people around you, you know, family, friends supporting you. So I'm I'm definitely very lucky to get that during my college career. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm I'm just excited. I've I, I have a little bit of experience in covering the Indiana women's basketball team. There was a few times last year or maybe just only one time where I was actually there for a class and I wrote a story for that. But now, obviously, in this capacity, it's going to be actually publishing those stories rather than just for class. In the past, I've had experience in Indiana men's basketball, a little bit of Indiana football as well a few years ago. So, yeah, no, just excited to uh, kind of get back in Assembly Hall more on a regular basis. And I kind of remember thinking that when I was there for media day, that it's kind of I'm going to be back in here on a regular basis. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited and uh, grateful for for Tom for for giving me the opportunity. Of course, you were at the school's media days, you know, with the men and women's basketball programs. How neat was that? And and getting to, you know, have the access we get to have, getting to talk to all those players and ask different questions. Well, yeah, I, I think it's absolutely great that they have the, the men's and women's programs speaking at the podium right after one another and also the ability just to talk to players all at the same time. I think it's really awesome that there's this big excitement around women's sports and the women's team as well, not only just the men's. And I think that that's just a really good kind of culture thing surrounding Indiana and just a really good fan base thing. There was a sellout last year as well. There's just a lot of support around the women's program. And it's definitely very cool to see, to have excitement for both the men's and women's programs too. Is there a women's game you're looking forward to seeing? I think it's just got to be Iowa, right? I mean, it has to be. It has to be. I mean, just knowing the history of last year, you know, with the buzzer beater and, and, and you know, how all that went out uh, and how it out Iowa, Indiana won two. There's definitely some exciting non-conference games on the schedule, but I definitely think that it has to be Iowa. It just has to be. There's no question about it. I mean, obviously, all roads are going to lead through 
Iowa City this year with Caitlin coming back. And it's become a, a heck of a rivalry between IU and Iowa and women's basketball. There's been great games over the years. Lisa Bluter's a great coach for sure. I'll get you out on this. I know that you're a New York Mets fan. And of course, we're in the postseason and you've got the Phillies and the Diamondbacks in the NLCS with two Hoosiers in Schwarber and Andrew Salfrank. I, I know you really don't want either team to win, but having two IU baseball players in there, uh, I'm, I'm sure it excites you to at least see them doing well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, being around the baseball team for, for three years now, and I'm going to try to go for a fourth to have my entire college career around the baseball team. You know, you always hear of Schwarber. I mean, he's on the walls at the baseball stadium and, the ball definitely sounds a little bit different off his bat, and it's definitely really exciting to see. But you definitely did catch me. I am a Mets fan, so I was selfishly, or I guess personally, individually, I was rooting for the Phillies to knock off the Braves and then for the Diamondbacks to knock off the Phillies. So <laughs> uh, I guess there you have it. There's the bias of, uh, I guess, which Hoosier pros I would be rooting for more. But no, I mean, it's 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 cool. and I And I absolutely love postseason baseball at the time of recording this. What, Diamondbacks-Phillies game six, Houston-Texas game seven. Nothing beats postseason baseball. I love it so much. And to think that Schwarber has now set the record for most home runs by a left-hander beating Reggie Jackson. I mean, that that is incredible in itself. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely a very cool strategy, too. I mean, it's not very common, and historically, I don't think it's been common either to have a big power bat, uh, you know, as the first guy. But I think it's so effective because postseason baseball is just relies so much on momentum. Some people might not believe in momentum, but it's just about what team is gets hot at the right time. And I think when you have a guy like Schwarber up there that can deliver a home run on really any type of pitch and put your team up one nothing in the first inning, I mean, it's just a huge boost. And I think that he excels in that role really well, as you said, with how many homers that he hits. Yeah, not to mention the National League Championship Series record. I think he's got 11 now, and that's, I mean, all time. So he's got himself in the history books. Well, Matt, I thank you for the time. Congratulations on all your success. Always a pleasure getting to chat with you when we're at men's soccer. And, of course, I will see you here soon for women's basketball. And I appreciate the time. Keep up the good work. Hey, thanks, Nick. Really appreciate it. Love talking with you. My thanks to Matthew Byrne for being my guest this week in IU Sports Wednesday Women's Basketball host Northwood in an exhibition 7 o'clock on BTN Plus. Thursday, men's tennis at the Big Ten Individual Championships in Madison, Wisconsin. Friday, men's soccer host Wisconsin in the Big Ten Tournament Quarterfinals. Men's tennis at the Big Ten Individual Championships in Madison, Wisconsin. Men's basketball host Marion in an exhibition 6.30 on BTN Plus. Volleyball at Rutgers 7 o'clock on BTN Plus. Saturday, men's tennis at the Big Ten Individual Championships in Madison. Football host Wisconsin at noon on the Big Ten Network. Volleyball at Ohio State, 7 o'clock on BTN+. Sunday, men's tennis at the Big Ten Individual Championships in Madison, Wisconsin. Women's rowing is at the Princeton Chase in New Jersey. Wrestling at the Citadel Invite in Charleston, South Carolina. Thank you for joining us this evening, and thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media, and Monday nights right here for more Talking Sports.
This was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.